the hard shoulder on News Talk with Nissan's big electric switch. Scrappage is now available on your old car when you switch to a 100% electric Nissan Leaf. Well, is it time, we're asking on the hard shoulder, to bring back wolves to Ireland? There are no wolves in the entire island for about 250 years, but environmental experts say we need those predators to have a more balanced ecosystem. It's a pleasure to welcome to the programme uh, Podrick Fogarty, campaigns officer with the Irish Wildlife Trust. First of all, Podrick, what is the Irish uh, Wildlife Trust? What does it do? Yeah, the Irish Wildlife Trust is a non-governmental organisation. We were established in 1979 and for 40 years we've been campaigning for better protection for our wildlife and raising awareness of the importance of nature to people. Okay, why do you want the wolves back? Well, I think there's a number of reasons why we should be talking about bringing wolves back. Um, we're in the middle of a climate and a biodiversity crisis, which I think is well recognised. Uh, the biodiversity crisis has hit Ireland uh, at least as worse, as bad as any other country. And uh, it's part of a recognition that um, just how badly we've erased nature from Ireland, our habitats are in bad condition. About 120 species have gone extinct from Ireland uh, since humans have arrived. And talking about wolves, uh, I think it's important, number one, because it's exciting, because it gets people talking like what we're doing now. Uh, and also because if we talk about wolves, we can recognise the damage that's been done and we can start looking to the future. But how can we rebuild ecosystems? So what's the history of the Irish wolf? So wolves are believed to have been in Ireland uh, for many thousands of years, at least since the end of the last ice age. And uh, they lived alongside people and farmers uh, and towns and villages for the vast majority of that time. And by the end of 1600s, there was a bounty put on their heads. Uh, people tried to exterminate them. And by the end of the 1700s, that extermination program was completed. So it's believed that the, uh, the last wolf uh, was shot uh, around the 1780s. Uh, time. Okay, what would they normally eat? So wolves are very adaptable creatures. Uh, they pretty much will eat anything that's available to them. Uh, I mean, we can see on nature programs that wolves will will take down deer and large animals. But um, you'll also find videos on the internet of wolves eating berries and shellfish. So wolves will pre- eat pretty much anything that's available to them. You see, Porik, I like to watch these uh, wildlife documentary programs, and I see these packs of wolves in the snow, and they 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 look to be preying on maybe poor defenceless animals like deers, like maybe sheep or whatever. And I mean, like, I feel sorry for their victims. Well, I mean, there's two things there. I mean, wool, uh, deer, for instance, are not defenceless creatures. Fit, healthy deer uh, are perfectly able to defend themselves against uh, wolves uh, and other predators. So wolves tend to act by um, controlling the deer population by taking out the old and the sick or maybe the very young. So wolves play a really important role in keeping the balance in a natural ecosystem. Uh, the issue of sheep, of course, is very different. Sheep are not able to defend themselves uh, because they've been domesticated for thousands of years. And of course, then we're into uh, conflict between wolves and sheep farmers, which uh, is very much an issue where wolves are present. And how would we go about it if we wanted to reintroduce wolves? Where would we get them from and where would we put them? 
Well, I think the first thing we have to do is have a national conversation about our relationship with nature, because at the moment we have a completely dysfunctional relationship with nature. You know, every time we encounter a problem, we feel it has to be shot or poisoned or cleared away. So that's the first thing we have to address. Uh, if we have that discussion and we decide that bringing wolves back is a good idea, and I, I would be one of the people that think it is a good idea, then we'd need to be talking about where can we go. Now, there are uh, pretty big wolf populations in other European countries, such as Spain and such as Romania. So, you know, I don't think it would be a problem sourcing wolves. The next thing then would be to where where should we put them? And there are a number of areas in Ireland which uh, would in the future be suitable for, for bringing them back. Like? Oh, I, I mean, to, to my mind, the first place I would think of would be the Wicklow Mountains because uh, the, the upland area from Dublin right down to Wexford is the biggest upland area in the country. And, uh, you know, I, I would imagine in the future that this would be reverted to woodland and be predominantly for nature. We could totally rewild this area uh, and it'd be perfect for bringing wolves back. But just imagine you're having your picnic and your few sangers out in the middle of the summer in the Wicklow Mountains and then this pack of wolves wants to eat the sandwiches and maybe yourself too. Well, uh, the the facts show that wolves are very, very wary of people. And, and, and as I said, wolves live in nearly every single European country now, except for Britain and Ireland. They're living in Belgium, they're living in Holland, and they keep away from people for a very good reason, because people have tend to shoot them and poison them. So they're actually very, very shy. I would imagine that um, we could be living close to wolves and not even really realise it. So I think the risk to people is minuscule. Uh, really, what we need to be talking about is the is the the risk to farm animals. This is what really gets people very Well, uh, you see, there are a lot of sheep farmers in Wicklow and goat suckers and all uh, there. I mean, like, are they going to be imperiled? Um, now, I I would say what we need to do is address the issues in farming. We have a situation in the uplands, across the uplands in Ireland, our, our hills are in really bad condition. The habitats uh, there are, are in very bad order. A lot of species have gone extinct. And unfortunately, sheep have been part of the problem. So one of the things Shwila Trust is campaigning for is to replace sheep on the hills. Uh, we think it would be much better to have native forests up on the hills instead of sheep. Um, um, now, definitely, when you get to the lowlands, uh, you know, we would need to have a situation where farmers can protect their, their herds from sheep uh, or from the wolves and not only sheep, but but uh, cattle as well. But this is being done. This is being done across Spain and across Portugal and Italy and all the other countries in Western Europe. So uh, definitely we don't have to invent things from scratch. You talk about rewilding. Has there been any other... Uh, successful projects? Has there been eagles or whatever? How have we got on in introducing extinct uh, species? So we have we brought golden eagles back to Ireland in the 1990s, and um, they're still there. They're still up in Donegal. They haven't done too well because the the landscape pretty much is just too degraded. Um, one of the big problems with the golden eagles up there is they can't find enough food to eat. Uh, we've also brought in uh, white-tailed eagles uh, down around Kerry, and that has been a little bit more successful. And we brought in uh, the red kite, which is another bird of prey. So we have done this before. We have the expertise. You know, it is accepted science to uh, be bringing species back where they have been driven to extinction. So I think we can do it, but we need to do it in a way that... Um, also addresses the issues in our landscape, and that includes uh, addressing the problems with farming.
And what do you think the public reaction to this will be? Because I remember, was it last August or October, um, Eamon Ryan came out with this and people thought he'd lost his marbles in so far as that, you know, the, the, the sense of a wolf is is danger, werewolves, and you hear them howling in packs. I mean, it's not actually a vote winner, is it? Well, I don't know. I think it could be. I think um, one of the one of the reactions I got around that time, because I did a few interviews around that time, I, I uh, people were telling me, I think he's completely nuts, but I think it's a wonderful idea and I'd love to see it happen. So I think there is something exciting about talking about wild nature. And I do think people, you know, we are so starved of, of uh, real nature in Ireland that, you know, when you talk about these things, you know, people feel, you know, their hair standing on end and think that it's a positive thing. But there is conflict. We don't I don't want to shy away from that. There would, of course, be conflict. But I think if the conflict was managed, I think it would be an enormously positive project that would be hugely popular. OK, finally, Porik, if people want to support you and you're, you're the campaigns officer with the Irish Wildlife Trust, how, how can they get in touch with you? Do you have a website, a petition page or what? Yeah, so we're on uh, iwt.ie, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook and we talk about rewilding a lot and we interact a lot with people. So by all means, uh, get in touch and join up and get our magazine and participate in our events. All right, my thanks to Porik Fogarty, who is filling in, of course, for Cara Gustenberg in our Down to Earth, Down to the Wolves. Uh, do text us, 53106. My thanks to the campaigns officer with the Irish Wildlife Trust, Porik Fogarty, for joining us. We'll have the news next. Eamon is back. 